Oh yeah, I feel like you didn't me Alan Smith, but we probably saw this today's paper on Wednesday, February 22nd, so um, glad to report back to full uh, health today and um, back to eating normal stuff and uh, fighting fat and raring to go. Um, so anyway, front page paper today is a, a tragic Brenda scared of murder accused ex. So this is a, a scientist, it was allegedly murdered by her ex-husband, was afraid to return him a week before she was killed a court here yesterday. Dr. Brenda Page's battered body was found in her Aberdeen flat in July 1978 by a neighbour. Her former spouse, Dr. Christopher Kit Harrison, plus 82, has gone on trial for her murder almost five decades later at the High Court in the city. Dr. Page's sister, Rita Ling, plus 88, tells the jury that her sibling visited her in Ipswich just before her death. She said that Dr. Page uh, believed Harrison was stalking her following their divorce three years before. Uh, Miss Ling said she didn't want to him to Berdeen. She was afraid her ex-husband would still be pestering her. It was agreed by both prosecutor Alex Prentice and Harrison's defence advocate Brian McConaughey, KC, that Dr. Page sustained multiple injuries at the top and back of her head and the base of her skull. The cause of death of the Aberdeen scientist was also deemed and agreed to be inhalation of blood. Uh, Harvard-educated biochemist Harrison denies murdering Dr. Page by repeatedly striking her on the head and body with a blunt implement. The trial continues. So, crikey, well, that's a long um, uh, time. In 1978, um, enough to know it's a fair chunk of time, but obviously we must have some uh, mere proof or evidence afforded to get the, the trial. But... Um, you know, I think I do remember a thing about it. I think it's been in the papers every few years that, you know, try and jog folks' memories. But, um, you know, maybe the answer's been uh, staring them in the face all this time. But we'll see if it happens as the case gains on. But uh, not great anyway. Now here's a historic artefacts that are to be relocated to a venue in Glasgow. Uh, so a northeast collection of significant historic artefacts, including a £1 million pentin Mary Queen of Scots and the Bonnie Prince Charlie's watch are to be relocated to the central belt. My, my. Aberdeenshire SNP councillor Catherine Victor has voiced fears the treasure trove of royal and religious relics will be lost to the region with the closure of Blair's Museum in Deeside. It's understood plans are underway to relocate the museum to Glasgow. Blair's Museum is known to house a pocket watch once belonging to Bonnie Prince Charlie and a portrait of Mary, Queen of Scots, which was believed to have been painted the night before her execution in 1587. Uh, it's understood both items, along with all religious antiquities, will now be gone to a venue in Scotland's biggest city. Councillor uh, Victor says the collection has huge historical value and wants the North East public to care for the could be missing out on. Um, well, to be honest with you, um, uh, Councillor Victor you know, even if they were in the Kintour, I doubt very much we're going to see uh, Bonnie Prince Charlie's pocket watch. And, um, you know, I've seen umpteen pictures of Mary Queen of Scots, so seeing a, a spinting wouldn't really pick them up, they're doing. But um, obviously, for some folk, it, 
means a lot to gain and see us all things, but uh, you know, I for one <laughs> just being a, a Philistine that I am, but um you know, for us to say it, it's Bonnie Prince Charlie's watch. I mean, nobody would care for sure and uh, they think it was his wife he's Pinton was Pinton the night before she was executed, but nobody really can, so I tell you anything and uh, just to bump up the volume if it was been to the you know a year before she was executed, maybe wouldn't be worth a million pound fuckings. But uh anyway. Um if you need to see them, uh, you'll have to get into Glasgow and watch your uh, watch your cup of tea. But um you know, I for one when I agree to what I'm gonna do to Glasgow. <clears throat> now here's a prison museum cafe to reopen its door, so uh, we've definitely mentioned this before on the Doric Express now, but uh, the popular cafe at Peterhead Prison Museum will soon be back in operation just a month after it was forced to shut due to soaring energy bells. Uh, staff at the museum were delighted to announce they have been now secured a company to run their internal hospitality venue with doors expected to open in April. While they couldn't reveal too much detail about the reopening, they shared the news on Facebook saying the service will be provided by the Seaview Hotel in Boredom. The museum's cafe, which was used for buffets and uh, meetings, closed in January after energy bills increased by 300% in just four months. But, um, you know, hopefully things are going to come back doing a bit more to uh, four other uh, price hikes. Anyway, five members of staff are made redundant, so an additional exhibition space, known as the Governor's Office, also had to be shut. Um, staff then launched a membership scheme to drive up support in an effort to keep the charity running, which requires about £150,000 a year. They have now shared the good news on social media, saying we're delighted to announce the hospitality arm of the museum will reopen in April, provided by the amazing Seaview Hotel Bonham. More details follow in March, but meantime work is underway to further develop a new concept and experience for all to enjoy. So, again, I've mentioned that every time I've spoken about the Peterhead Prison Museum, but uh, you know, if, uh, if you have a chance going up and see it, because it's uh, absolutely marvellous. And, um, you know, if you're coming back home from abroad and you have a, you know, a few days to call if you're visiting uh, relatives and stuff in the northeast, um, you know, you could do a lot worse than going up to Peter Heed and see the jail. <laughs> it's um, very interesting and it's a rare day out and uh, you can go down to the, the harbour and get a lovely fish supper if you've seen it. Um, just... Uh, you know, it really is very interesting. So, um, yeah, glad the cafe is back open because it was open for a week there and we had a very fine cup of tea and an extremely fine, fine piece. So, that's all if you need for a cafe kind of thing. It, it did us fine. Now, this is just a kind of stuff to be in the, the front page of the Embury Squeak. Nobody said, wow, hind back in the PNJ, but um, uh, vehicles and coups an accident on A90. So uh, two vehicles and uh, coups have been involved in a crash near Balmidi. A section of the A90 Aberdeen to Ellen Road was closed for about five hours following the crash. The incident took place in the northbound carriageway just before three o'clock in the morning yesterday. The road was shot between the A92 junction towards Black Dog and the B977 to Balmidi. Uh, nobody was injured in the crash, but <laughs> several coups had to be safely recovered for the road before it could be reopened. Uh, Bobby's uh, spokeswoman confirmed the details, saying about 2.40 a.m. on Tuesday, 
officers received reports of a crash involving two vehicles and coups in the in the A19 near Balmidi. There was no reported injuries. Uh, the road was fully reopened about eight, eight o'clock in the morning. So there we have it now. This is, uh, you know, as uh, exciting as it gets uh, around about Balmidi way. But um, what I went to Ken is, what was that coups doing out at that time of night? They should have been him in that bed. But uh, hopefully they're in a, a stable condition now. Now here is a uh, 51 drivers caught in a three-day operation by Bobbies. So uh, Bobbies in the northeast issued almost 40 fixed penalty notices for driving offences in just three days. A further 11 folk will be reported to the Procurator Fiscal for road traffic and drug offences. Officers carried out operations targeting antisocial behaviour in Aberdeen and Aberdeenshire between Thursday and Saturday. The joint operation involving local bobbies and road policing officers was put into action following a series of complaints about driver behaviour in Turf and Garth D. Uh, patrols were carried out in the Garth area of the city over three days, which resulted in 10 drivers being reported to the Procurator Fiscal. Uh, several others were handed warnings for antisocial and careless driving. Uh, further targeted patrols took place on Friday and Saturday in the Turf area, where one driver uh, was subject to a report to the uh, fiscal. A total of 35 drivers were issued fixed penalty notices for offences, including speeding and illegal modifications to their vehicles. Another three notices were handed out to motorists driving without insurance. Now, that's, that's very bad, that now. Inspector Lorraine Mackey for the Roads uh, Policing Unit is disappointing we have seen so many offences being detected. So, well, that's, um, you know, that's uh, tough uh, young loons uh, to just fleeing about tough in their uh, cars and uh, come back and park in the Tesco car park for half an hour and then uh, whiz run about again and back for another yap and then um, run about again. And, uh, you know, it's a wonder they're not dizzy because um, I did work in Torah for a while and uh, they did like their digging run and run and run and run. But, um, Garthley, I'm not sure about that now, but um, maybe just the same boat, but, uh, you know, with, with tunesers instead of tuchters. So, um, I wonder why, there we go. That's, uh, Bobby's putting their time to good use now. It's a good job as not a real crime going about, about the brewery or everybody in our tariff. That's what I say. Now, just to finish up with sport as normal, and um, back page paper today is kind of cut in half, and... Uh, uh, one half is uh, Don's great backs Clark for top jobs, which is Aberdeen should consider Scotland boss Steve Clark in the hunt for a new manager, says Petodi great Frank McDougall. Uh, the Don's would link with a host of candidates and have been inundated with applications to replace Ax to replace Ax Jim Goodwin. But um, you know, I don't think uh, Steve Clark's applied for it, and as far as I can, he's still under contract to Scotland for a, a year or two yet. So. Um, Maybe roll him out uh, just now, but um, you know, I think we really need somebody uh, cheerier uh, to manage everybody. You know, again, you know, fans like to win, but uh, if I do, I look kind of lad for my liking. But anyway, the other half of the paper is um, uh, picture of Karim Benzema and um, celebrating after scoring you know, the goals. As uh, Madrid give uh, Liverpool a real lesson and storm back with five goals at Anfield, so tremendous stuff. I say, could not a nicer team, and um, you know, I hope I'm doing a jinx or anything for my 
English team of Morris United and Man United playing uh, uh, Barcelona. So here's hoping that uh, they can put one over in the Spanish uh, Giants and um, nail it to Premier League doing as much as Liverpool did with a, at a disaster. But um, anyway, gave me a smile anyway. And, uh, but uh, back to the Aberdeen thing, and um, here's hoping they pick a right manager and we'll get a new chief executive starting next week, so he'll be right in the case, and um, I'm sure they'll get the right lad in. But uh, come on, Aberdeen. Now, that's me done for the announce. A wee puckly stories of today's President Journal on February 22nd, uh, 2023. And um, quite a parky day up in Aberdeen today, and it's a wash and rain last night, and a good chunk of this morning, and a uh, Kind of fared up for a fully, but uh, very nippy and um, uh, washing rain again about tea time. But uh, seems to be cleared up a bit later on uh, as I'm doing this podcast. But you know, certainly, uh, extremely mochy day uh, would be the best way to describe it, I think. But um, anyway, thanks very much for listening to this podcast. I do hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please make sure and tell a pal about it. It doesn't matter far the bide if it's um, Australia, America, Canada, New Zealand. Um, Middle East, Far East, you name it. If um, if you can and all Aberdonian and all Aberdeen Shire, Loon or Quine, let them ken about the Doric Express and then um, you know we could always handle a two or three mere listeners. So um if you could do that it's dandy. In the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Do look. Hearts of all the stories that you've made in a cave